your immune health, your gut, and fibromyalgia. Welcome to the podcast, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. You're listening to episode three. By the way, you can listen to this podcast wherever you are in the world at, at any time that you wish. I always include show notes for those with brain fog so you don't have to take notes. If you missed my previous episode on my story on being in the pit and then getting out of the pit, you may want to listen to it before this one. I do believe that there is a lot of information, both good and bad, out there about fibromyalgia. As an educator who specializes in this area, I think it's my job to point out to you that this information is organized in a fashion that will guide you to take some action steps that will start you on the path to recovery. At the end of the podcast, I will give you several recommendations to help you restore your immune health. My name is Amanda Lise Love, and I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia nine years ago, which influenced my decision to enter the field in nutrition, and now I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those who are suffering from fibromyalgia. The strength of our immune system and its ability to function properly gives us the gives us the power to ward off disease and infections. So let me say that again. The strength of our immune system and its ability to function properly gives us the power to ward off disease and infections. When you have a weakened immune system, the result is an increased susceptibility to every type of illness, and in particular, autoimmune disorders. So where is this system and what is it? The immune system is composed of a network of cells and tissues that are always searching for pathogens to destroy that could cause us harm. When an invader is encountered, the immune system mounts a defense such as when our white blood cell count rises when a person has appendicitis. Now let's see how this works for those suffering with fibromyalgia. Researchers have found that the majority of the immune system is located in the digestive tract. So a problem there leads to a compromised and dysfunctional immune system. The main culprit here is inflammation, which damages the lining of the intestine, resulting in an increased permeability of the lining. The causes of this inflammation may do to be to chronic illness, food intolerance, poor diet, and long-term stress. When this inflammation occurs every over time, teeny particles of undigested food and toxins enter the bloodstream. This inflammation of the gut lining can be thought of as a small cut to your hand that becomes irritated, tender, or red. The injury is small, but becomes worse than you expected, so you clean it well, perhaps apply an antibiotic cream, and put on a band-aid. You check it for a few days to see if it's healing and it is. Well, we need to apply a similar type of attention to maintaining our immune health because if there is a constant irritation of the intestinal lining, then immune system begins to fire up and stay in that mode, which then affects other organs such as the adrenal glands and the liver. The stress levels of these organs can be demonstrated and blood tests that show elevated or lower cortisol levels. Now, if you're beginning to understand the importance of maintaining a healthy gut, we must first look at the balance between 
the beneficial and harmful bacteria that live there. In our intestines, we have, have between 2 to 4 pounds of bacteria, which help provide us with the right nutrients that our bodies need to maintain wellness. When an imbalance of beneficial and harmful bacteria tips in favor of the bad flora, then our immune system activates an attempt to correct this. As this battle ensues, a person most likely begins to develop symptoms such as skin rashes, fatigue, joint pain, headaches, and just plain feeling lousy. At this point, we need to review the causes behind the weakening of the immune systems. Here are a few factors that contribute to the denturnation of the immune system. Chronic illness, long-term stress, food intolerances, and poor diet. Today, we're going to look at just one of these factors which affect the GI tract and immune health, which is gluten. Food intolerances or allergies are prominent in the general population, with one gluten researcher estimate that 80% of us are gluten intolerant, while most are not aware of it. Gluten is protein found in grains such as wheat, barley, oats, and rye. It is known to be an inflammatory substance damaging to the intestines. For people with this intolerance, their favorite foods are usually high in gluten, such as bread, pastries, and carbs in general. Little do they know that consuming gluten is harming their intestinal lining and weakening their immune system. For further information about gluten intolerance, refer to celiac, celiac disease, intestinal, and Hashimoto's thyroid disease. Also, it's possible to be genetically predisposed to gluten intolerance as I am. I've been tested for this by Interlab C Internet, which showed I had not one, but two genes predisposing me to gluten sensitivity. Consequently, I avoid all gluten as even one molecule could send me back to illness. I often hear people say that they eliminated gluten from their diet for a while and felt no better. To that, I replied that it may take months to rid the body of gluten, and one cannot cheat at all, which is difficult but not impossible. So now we know that sensitivity to gluten with subsequent increased permeability of the gut is a major factor in the symptoms of fibromyalgia. However, it's just one piece of the puzzle that is fibromyalgia. Does it seem reasonable then to assume that there are other food sensitivities present in the development of fibromyalgia? Yes, there are other food groups also contributing to this modality, including dairy, soy, and eggs. Also, there are dozens of chemical additives and preservatives that play a role here. At this point, I would like to say that eliminating gluten from your diet will not rid the body of all the symptoms of fibromyalgia, but it's a major piece of the puzzle that will help improve the symptoms of your fibromyalgia or eliminate the symptoms of your fibromyalgia. It will also improve your immune health. Some people, after removing gluten, will notice a difference in their health within a week or two while others take longer. In conclusion, I have two power suggestions to improve the strength of your immune system and reduce the symptoms of your fibromyalgia. Number one, 
Read all food labels for gluten and eliminate it from your diet completely. Number two, take a probiotic daily that contains 10 strains, 20 billion microorganisms per serving. Take a probiotic for eight weeks and discontinue. I will include a link to a probiotic that I recommend to my clients in the show notes. If you have been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and are ready for more information, make sure to subscribe, which is free, where you could do that on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Join me for each episode as I share with you solutions that will lessen your symptoms and bring back hope into your life. If you found this podcast informative, please leave a review so others are able to find this podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. See you soon for the fourth full episode on adrenal fatigue. And if you're ready to see if a holistic nutritionist can improve your fibromyalgia, go to www.amanaleaselove.com where you can schedule a complimentary 20-minute call to explore your options. During this call, we will discuss your fibromyalgia journey, what your needs and challenges are, and we will also talk about your next step. Thank you for tuning in today, and join us next time as we explore ways to improve your adrenal health.